it, and then we just like go. It's called layering. Yeah, we just, <laughs> we just it's layered. not what the kids call it. Not nowadays. the good kind. <laughs> layering. Uh, how about getting laid? Yeah. Latering. Latering. I've got those laid potatoes chips. I'll see you, know? you later if I said laid, get laid. <laughs> how does that work for you, Jordan? Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you found a bag of those laid potato chips? You're funny, aren't you? Yeah, as a matter of fact. <laughs> nah, but you ever been to Hawaii and been laid? You know, they put the flowers around you? I graduated high school and my buddy's Hawaiian mom gave us a lay. You know Michael <laughs> Sambueno? Yeah. His mom gave us lays uh, with dollar bills in them. Oh, nice. I think she knew we were going to need them because we graduated 12th and 13th in our class <laughs> out of 13th. <laughs> oh. I was 12th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Uh, actually, I think I might have been the last one because I don't think Mike ever did his credits. Well, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here at the Outlaws in the Golden State, as long as you're number 12 out of 13, we will elect you as our leader. <laughs> <laughs> you're <Hell>. counting. Jake, <laughs> you were number 12 out of 13. That's good enough for so you me. Got, you got one of those diplomas? One of those diplomas. Hayden's <laughs> got a diploma. I was going to say, at least he graduated. <laughs> Valid. What they got a JID? Is it a JID? Or a GED? Yeah, G. What? GED? Yeah. I believe it's GED. Get right on it. We don't don't have to get right on it. No, where you guys are sitting right now, it's picking it up fine. Right here. All right. We just don't want to blow it out. So, Mr. Tombstone. Yo, what's good? How was the barn, man? Dude. We was at it. We was at the barnyard. At the barnyard was, tonight. Whew. Dude, it was a good time, man. That was one of the first times I think I've actually like been able to like with another artist yeah. that has like no relation. And we're like, dude, let's write something. <laughs> dude. Exactly. Like, 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 dude, it's so it much down. fun. Like You have to. We gotta experiment. You gotta break new boundaries. It's like, so yeah. true because then at that point, like, dude, I learned so much just like hearing you layer the tracks like that, dude. I really like. I'm excited to go do that. I'm usually yeah. just like too excited to put it out. So I think I usually like I just like okay, that part's done. <laughs> but like, yeah. no, there is there's a huge layer to it, and like, dude, it's very cool to watch you work in there because I could hear it as like I had four tracks coming together, like it just sounded right there in your face. Yeah, it starts to fill out. Um, it's interesting how, like, we're just having two voices that are, like, specifically trying to complement each other by the way you spit your tone on the second layer. Mm -hmm. To me, it just always has sounded the best, at least from my voice. Like, some people have really dynamic and bold voices that don't really need other layers, and then other people, like, it really sounds nice if you have two or three or whatever, and, like... If you you can easily lay extra emphasis layers on there by just like doing the one word, like we were saying, like mm -hmm. super simple but super useful. That makes so sense. That's sick. And what you were doing too, what you guys are all doing is like you enunciate in a completely different way. That like just hearing it on the beat, it's like opening my mind to new possibilities too, which is cool. So that's very cool. Yeah, no, because yeah, we're we're so blind in this. We, you know, absolutely. <laughs> we're like, just kind of walking around and being like, hey, anybody want to talk to us? <laughs> No, and we learn a lot from anybody else who can do anything, you know, any yeah. any sort of rhyming, anything, you know, we we appreciate you coming out and, you know, playing Thanks around with that. us a little bit because it's it's rad. I've, I feel like I've already learned a lot from you, so. 
That's awesome, man. I'm glad that you have been able to take some shit from just me doing my shit. Like, yeah. that's really what it is, right? Watching, like, I, uh, I had a horseshoer tell me one time, and he goes, dude, all you gotta do is watch. He mm-hmm. goes, you know the basics. I'm not teaching you anything. Just watch how I do it and take away what you want. Like, yeah. There's a lot to a truth to that when it comes to any art or trade. Yeah. Or like, because there is no A to B. There's no like flat out line how to no. get there. It's everybody how many hours does you want to put in. I reckon. Yeah. It's super squiggly. That line's yeah. hella squiggly. Yeah. Sometimes it's jagged. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your biggest music influence? Like, who made you be like, man, I, I want to do that? I would probably say Kendrick Lamar. Dude, he is nice. Which album? Yeah. Uh, was it his one, one with was ADHD, it the concept? Section eighty. Was it the uh, Section eighty? Whichever oh, one he ADHD did as a concept uh, as a concept album. Logic is no. amazing. Logic, no. This was earlier. This was like 2010, 2011, maybe. Uh, is it twenty twelve? Is possibly. it the one that has like like Swing the goals? Southern California suburban house like as the mm, album cover? No. Okay. It's uh it's way earlier. Um it's the one that has like ADHD on it. Um whole up. Like there's a whole bunch of other tracks on there. What else is there? Is that like his um, uh his underground album that got him kind of Yeah. Okay, yeah, exactly. That makes sense. And so I went to a concert in San Francisco and there was literally like, I don't know, less than less than 600 people there. It had a whole little down area. It was like one of those banquet buildings where you have like um I don't know, maybe like thirty by ninety. Yeah, like an event, shit. like an event. Yeah, center. like an event yeah, center. Like the, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it was only like half full. I remember being halfway through it, like standing in the middle of it, and the stage was on one end, and I could like I was chilling, I was chiefing with my girl, like it was just me and her. We went to San Francisco, and I remember being like, "Damn, he's only like thirty feet away right now," and I'm like, "This guy." I felt like he was gonna be huge, and I thought he already was huge. But then going to see him at Day in Vegas this last year and like seeing like tens and thousands of people who are just like flooded there, like jamming to his shit. I'm just like, holy fuck. Like, and that's the last time I had saw him was at that other venue. So like, I haven't seen him since then. And like just that disparity over the course of 10 years from someone who like dedicated that much time and energy and passion into just like crafting this perfect work of art. Absolutely. Makes you think of, uh, man, you can make your dreams come true, you know? Mm-hmm. You just got to work at it, right? Exactly. Know? Seriously. And if you don't try, you'll always regret not trying. Absolutely. To me, that's like the that's like the floor. Like That's like the kind of grim part of it where it's like, it might not work out, but like that's got to be okay with you. Absolutely. In a lot of ways. Otherwise, yeah. you're not even going to have the confidence to come to the table and the- like do your thing. You'll just be like, you'll get frozen. The yeah. only real way in life to fail is not to try. It, pff, bingo. Absolutely. Straight up. Straight Yo, up. Drop the, just kick the mic. Yeah, <laughs> no. So it'll sound like a drop. That's our nice mic. <laughs> no dropping that one. They will just flick in front of it. Like, wow, that's oh, so dang, dramatic. Oh, don't drop that Oh, mic. no, dropped it too hard. <laughs> Can you imagine being that dramatic and be like, bro, why? Now, now you just broke <laughs> Really, like, unless I was really, like, mad. I can't think of any, like, I've seen the no, videos, and no, I can't think of any happen. time I would drop a microphone. I don't. Hmm, yeah. Besides, on I, accident, there's got to be uh, lots no, no. of. I mean, there's sometimes, but like it has overall, to not matter to you to pay for a new one, which 
this is really like you gotta have lots of money before that happens. But really, if I'm trying <laughs> to or just upset, really angry. The sure mics are fine. If I'm trying to upset the speaker, the only person I'm gonna piss off is the sound guy. Like, oh, no, yeah, because the speaker doesn't give a shit about the microphone. It's a sound guy. It's like, dude, I just brought that from home. <laughs> oh yeah, well if it's his mic, don't do yeah, that. Yeah, like, hey, bring your like, own mic and do it. They never bring their own shit. No, the uh, sure mics. They don't. Are fine, they don't have a fucking PA system on Air Force One. <laughs> Damn. Straight up, fuckers. Straight up. Mics are fine. It. Mics are good though. We out here. We out here getting um, it. What was the last time? How so? Is what episode is this? Which uh? This how many is episode eleven, as a matter of fact. Eleven. Eleven. Hell yes, yeah! Yes, it is. Nice. Yeah. You're our first guest. Fuck yeah, dude! Fuck number yeah, eleven. That's my number time. in high school, dog. I was shooting threes. Fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. That was your number. <laughs> that was my number. Yeah. Dude, how long did you play? I played for like, since I could hold a basketball. Since a basketball was three quarters the size of my body. <laughs> Do you still play? I. I do, but like I don't. I, I've I've shot around it at the gym a little bit. They didn't call I'm you still like music like, kid. What? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> I I just d- couldn't foresee giving up all physicality, like just putting my body on the line. Even though basketball is not like that much of a contact sport, but it's just like it could fuck you up. Well, to you, gotta, where you can't do other shit. You got to commit fun. your whole life to it if that's what you want to do. That too. Yeah, exactly. It's not, the whole, yeah. It's like the basketball players like Shaquille O'Neal and everybody dedicated their entire life to basketball. Yeah. And if you want to be a professional, that's that's what they do. You dedicate yeah. your whole life. Yeah. yeah. If you want to be a musician, you kind of got to dedicate your whole life yeah. to or at least 75% of your life to music. Yeah, exactly. And and if you're doing it slower, you have to do it for longer type yeah. deal. But like you can't ever think that like doing less of it is going to allow you to gain the skills that are going to allow you to really succeed in something, anything that you're doing, really. Yeah, really. Um, yeah. I don't know. I kind of got on a tangent, but... Well, that's what this is for. Fuck yeah, dude. yeah. Tangents dude. are well welcome. This is what oh, yeah. we do here. <laughs> yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's almost like when you put things out is when you start getting the feedback that you need. That's the thing, yeah. It's like, you gotta put as much shit out as you can, so that way when you get the feedback, the next time you put out a song, it comes out better. Yeah, and like, no feedback is feedback. Straight up, yeah, it's like, well, maybe I gotta do something yeah. different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's true. They either love it or hate it, right? Or, <laughs> it just means you need to invest more in getting people to see it, depending on how much you put in it. like. To me, that's kind of how I gauge it, because nowadays it's like, are you paying to get it on a playlist? Are you paying to do this? Are you paying to do that? Like, that's what it ends up boiling down to, because there's so many different ways that people are marketing in that space, and like, if you're not occupying at least a good chunk of them, and then actually funding people putting them in those places, or like putting them in front of people via ads or whatever. Then it's like, it just doesn't get shown because the algorithm is just like, listen, we're going to show these because like everyone's paying us to do this shit. So like, we're not going to show the other shit basically. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Absolutely. But that's the way it works. But that's the yeah. way it works. Exactly. That's just the way it fucking works and it sucks. But time and money, man. Time and money. Yeah. But also you're building a catalog. So like whenever it does get discovered and like whenever you write something or whatever that just sends to uh that just rings really true with whoever it is or like something you just never know what could happen that's the crazy part like <laughs> yeah think about the percentage of people that have heard your music as of like 
up to now, like the total amount of people who have heard it. We have 17 monthly listeners on our podcast and 35 followers on our Spotify. That's that's how that's at. Thanks, guys. Yeah, no, I mean, that's yeah. fucking lit. But I'm just saying, like, we haven't even got it in front of... I'm not saying how many numbers as a show, but I'm like, how many people have actually heard your music? Exactly. Like, that's the difference, right? The total amount is so minuscule in comparison to how many people are actually like on the planet. Like, yeah, there's a whole bunch of different genres, and some people want to like certain genres, but even that, it's like a fucking drop in the bucket. Still not getting heard. Still not getting heard. Like, you got to really like get out there. You got to either pump hella money to like digitally get it out there or like actually act like a go freak out show. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> or act you, like a freak show on Instagram. Like yeah. 6 9 like, Yeah, dude. Pretty much. That dude went hard. Do something but crazy. What would, you yeah, do a notice. lot in marketing, right? Yeah. So, what, um, what would your advice be for an up and coming musician if they were, if they were looking to market their music a little further? I mean, you got to really like build your, your personal brand um cuz that's who people are going to connect with and like you really do got to put some money into it um especially if like there's not a huge network of people that already know about whatever you got going on and you just got to keep putting in work i mean it sounds cliche to say but like it's wild how many stories there are where like people just um where people will make music for a long period of time and then, like, nobody fucks with it to, like, the degree where you're trying to get it and then all of a sudden something happens. And so, like, that's kind of how it is with building a personal brand online, too. Especially, like, you just never know when you're going to do something that's going to catch someone's attention to inspire them to take action. Like, it just hits that one tipping point. And so it's interesting because, like, you have to go through... you got to basically, like wade through the mud and like just do it like learn how to be creative with these posts on social media like learn how you can position your brand what kind of ways can you interact with like current trends in like an innovative way and then just being yourself too like has a lot to do with it doesn't it Absolutely. yeah it really does like that's i don't do the best job of it at all and like i feel that's because i just spread myself a little too thin sometimes but I do that for other benefits, so it's like it's that's just the way I've done it, and um, but now I'm like I'm, I need to get a little more consistent with the way I put my own music out because like I could say all this different advice, but like I don't really I haven't followed it yet, so it's like pretty mind blowing. Um, but it's good advice, no, yeah. None, nonetheless, like there's so many like I don't know I guess like the knowledge that you have is so invaluable to the artist just trying to create art. True. There's such a balance there, like, because those artists are usually not the ones, like, that have the brain for the business. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's That's some true. guys that are really, really out there that have no self-control and whatnot, but are great, talented people Yeah. that just need a studio, and they don't need to run everything. Yeah. They don't need to do all that, but there's, there's, there's more to everything. Yeah, like, <laughs> dude, but that, it's still very good. Ad, yeah, there's it's very good advice because it's really it has a lot to do with just putting yourself out there, almost on a personal yeah. level. That's that's really it. Social medias are an escape. 
So yeah. like people just want to dive into somebody else's life, which That's... is so wild. Like literally think about that concept. The whole idea of marketing yourself and becoming a brand is going into the world of somebody else's escape from their own life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we make a sacrifice by creating and like innovating and putting something on there and spending time to do that. And then somebody else takes their time to just like see that. <laughs> That's to help them stop thinking about what they're going through and relate to it at the same time. That's what's weird too is like yeah. you kind of zone out from your own life, but then if something like resonates with you, then it'll it'll like remind you of it. And then you feel this weird connection. <laughs> and then you're like, oh shit, yeah, I do exist. And then you're like, wait, but he's he's fucking riding a horse. This is so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it just true, jumped over like, a thing. <laughs> it's like it hits one of those weird spots in the... Uh, Genetics, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's pretty we, strange. Pretty strange. I don't know. Something in your past life kind of resonates with. I don't know, because there are. There's. Uh, I mean, well, and TV I think has a lot to do with it. Because like, uh, there's so much data we're taking in with TV. Like, oh man, every screen all the time. And man. so like, when you see somebody actually doing the things we see on TV, it's like, oh, I like that TV show, and somebody's <laughs> actually doing this. Well, <laughs> Well, and on top of that, it fulfills your need for stimulation. You know, yeah. it's, yeah. it's like you're watching something, yeah. something else happening. You're you're almost living through them. You know, literally, that's being part of the simulation. Red blue, red pill, blue Whoa. pill. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, dude! Crazy stuff. <laughs> uh, on Instagram, you only have red pills or blue pills. It's true. Or there's purple pill. You know, there's purple and there's black pill and there's like green pill and pink pill too, bro. <laughs> there's all sorts of blue pills. and yellow, purple pills. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. So Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar, bro. <sighs> Probably, you have to say J. Cole if you're saying Kendrick, too. Uh, J. Cole's yeah, been right? savage for like, bro, I I love to, his production has been great. Yeah, he like, has so he has got a catalog, just like a fucking discography. Yeah, no, that's rad. I love J. Cole. Yeah, yeah he's, he's sick. There's a bunch of new age rappers that I listen to, too. Like, I do be fucking with their shit. Like, even Lil Uzi Vert. Like, I don't listen to a ton of Lil Uzi Vert, but like, I get a fucking. Uh, <sighs> I get a pop punk vibe from his vocals. Super pop punky. Yes. I say, why you keep calling? I say, why you keep calling? Yeah, it's like Blink 182 were rapping. Yeah. Like, no, straight sure. up, that's what I get out of that. Yeah, it is crazy. So I'm just like, whoa, that's weird. And I hell like indie shit too. That's the thing, is I also do listen to a lot of like, I don't even know what it's called, like indie. Like, like electro underground, like the Strokes, like uh, oh, like yeah. Foster the People, like yeah, oh, no, yeah. for sure. Uh, is that yeah, indie? I think that's indie. <laughs> that's I think indie. I've never known what guy, to call it. Kinda, indie folk. Yeah, yeah indie folk. Like, it's almost kind of on the rocky side, but not really. Who else? Like those fuckers are definitely from Nevada City, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Foster the People. No, I'm just anybody <laughs> that plays indie either has. Uh, Ukulele or is from Nevada City. <laughs> Man's got a point. That's is that a ukulele? Is that a small guitar? That's, That's a, a mandolin. mandolin. Whoa, 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 whoa. You guys want Not a whoa mandolin. That's a word I've never heard. <laughs> that is a mandolin. A mandolin. Yep. That's a bluegrass interesting. That's what just what we call her. A mandolin. Uh, oh, I can show you. Mandoli- wow. I can show you what, what it, it sounds called. like untuned. Wow, that's uh, what it it's actually called. Untuned and missing a string. Oh. 
It's got a broken leg. Does it sound like it's only got... Imagine a dog with only three legs walking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Get some talking blues uh -oh. on the mandolin. Wait, is it, is it... It doesn't look like it's... Wait, what is it sitting... How is it sitting there? Oh, oh. I, got, I got a guitar stand that I built Jake is out magic. of horseshoes. <gasps> Whoa. I didn't even see that sticking out of the walls. Like, it's floating. <laughs> <laughs> Brought yeah. to you by Sherry's I thought it was Fairies. being held between <laughs> that guitar and the other guitar's thing. I thought it was leaning on this thing right here and the other guitar. I was uh, like, it, how'd you put that there? It's funny because I've actually attached magnets to all my guitars. Yeah. So uh, when they sit next to each other, they float. No, I'm just... That's crazy. That's crazy. That's si that's physics right there. Dude, um, that's not... Yeah. I don't know if that's physics. That's not how things work. That would be Harry Potter type shit, but... That would be. Dude. Did we just go into... Are we at... Is this Hogwarts? <laughs> so, uh, that's a like good wrong. question. If you could go into any alternate universe from, like, a story or a movie, that's a Lord of one. the Rings... Any of those, where would you want to go? Oh, I think Hogwarts or uh, Middle Earth is going to be my decision. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to go with, like, Vikings. I want to be a Viking. Dude, that's a real-life place. You could actually go there. This is an alternate <laughs> universe. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I meant. A point in history. No, I'm talking you about an alternate universe. Like, alternate like universe. Narnia. Like, oh, dude. Oh, that oh. would be Or good. Star Wars. Like I'll go to the multiverse from Rick and Morty. Oh, dude, yeah. you're a genius. Just jump in Why there not? and get the fucking remote. Dude, yeah, it's not. It's be so entertaining. <laughs> like what? Oh, you could just go to different. Man. Like what? I'd just come back with the remote. Like that's <laughs> like, all I would need. Guys, I got it. We're good. <laughs> we got TV for forever. <laughs> I'm good. Wait, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> dude, oh, Cosmic Ray Media. Dude. I'm actually good. Thank you though. Cosmic Ray Media definitely took a hit from COVID because our whole thing is creative collaboration and like bringing different organizations together for whatever campaigns, marketing campaigns, digital and event. And we wanted to like, we really wanted to do events. We had our couple, uh, our eyes set on a couple of different events that we were planning before COVID hit. And then COVID just kind of made those not feasible. They already were going to be tough to pull off um, at that time at least, but um, the vision is still to to do those events like beer fests, um, different musical events. Like I just want to have a marketing platform that I can a have discussions with other artists on, like um, put music out, do collaborations, just build projects for the community and for like artists and business owners and all that stuff. I just feel like it it helps build a sense of community working on different business projects and like creating art, whether it's like music or craft beer or like paintings or sculptures or absolutely whatever little niche you're into for sure. Yeah, exactly. Like there can be all kinds of projects. You can, you can't do them all at the same time, but like over time you can bring people together. Just like think of a plan. That's really all people need is a plan, man. You a come lot. through and you're like, listen, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. Oh, shit. This is how long it's going to take, like, estimate it, and then you just fucking start start the tasks. Like, and this is what I need you to do. A little sense of direction. Yeah. A little sense of direction. If somebody comes in with confidence and gives a little sense of direction, like, you can pretty much do anything you want in this world, which is wild. <laughs> um, we did have sense. a few clients working on uh, digital marketing stuff, and, like, we still kind of do that, but we're working on another project that is digital and physical marketing um, in the blockchain space, mm -hmm. which um, 
it's going to be an app that streamlines just uses of blockchain technology for brands like your favorite brands and um, and consumers who don't know about the technology. Can you explain blockchain technology a little bit? Because I'm kind of foreign on that. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's that basically secured. It's it's the internet decentralized and more secured than it's ever been. So the ability to like transfer the responsibility of verification from a centralized network to like multiple nodes that are spread out across the world basically. So it's all like on the internet still, but it's like another layer of um, technology basically that operates off of cryptography, which is basically like cybersecurity. It's the way that you send a message and it gets basically encrypted and then the person who receives it has to do a, a formula to receive that message basically. Okay. And so like it, it's, it's, it, that's in the weeds. It, it just makes the internet more secure essentially. And like it allows, um, there's an economy that comes with it as well in the fact that it's basically can be traded and bought and sold on the open market. So there's like a, a, a deflationary aspect to it. So that's one of the main reasons that Bitcoin exists is to hedge against inflation going too high. Um, and to outpace that inflation. Because basically, like, you have to have wage. Everything needs to increase at the rate inflation does. Otherwise, basically, our buying power just diminishes. Like, we can, we can only buy, we can't even buy a lollipop for 10 bucks type shit. Absolutely. That's where they have a lot of those countries where they have, like, 10,000 won for... Yeah, exactly. You're like, it's a little strange. So that's, like, one of the main yeah. purposes for it. Um, the whole NFT thing is a whole other thing. Like it's a digital asset. Like that's the most simple way to put it. It's verifiable that it's yours. It could be a piece of art. It could be a piece of data. It could be, um, anything you want really. And you can list it. It's basically listed on a marketplace to be bought and sold as well. If you want it to be. So, so if I understand this correctly to, so you have to buy NFTs, right? So to buy NFTs, you have to go through a crypto wallet. So you have yes. to own cryptocurrency to buy NFTs? Correct. Okay. That mm -hmm. makes sense. I gotcha. Exactly. You got to own the native token. <laughs> okay. So there's different, like, Ethereum has its own token. Yeah. Bitcoin is its own token. Like, it's moving forward. all these other projects are different tokens. So, like... The Ethereum is basically a blockchain that allows NFT systems to be built on them. It's, yeah. Wow. So, like, the, um, what was I saying? <laughs> and so, yeah, to buy an NFT, to answer your question, yeah, to buy an NFT, you have to have the token that the NFT marketplace is built on. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how it all, like, functions together. I see. So, is there, so, obviously, there's different marketplaces for different NFTs. Yes, exactly. Or for different cryptocurrencies, right? Exactly, yeah. Yep. Okay, exactly. so that makes sense. So say I have a certain amount of Bitcoin. Um, I know Bitcoin's up to like $39,000 right now. Yeah, but, uh, you know. 42 actually right now, and that's really low. Like there's the fears at an all-time high. Anyways, sorry, go on. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Yep, so anyways, yeah. To, if I had a certain amount of Bitcoin, I could only buy a, a certain amount of Bitcoin NFTs, they're specific to that? So not all coins have NFT marketplaces. 
Okay. So Bitcoin doesn't, but Ethereum does. Okay. Like that's just one of the differences between that. Bitcoin is like a digital asset, like basically digital gold. And then Ethereum is like a platform where other, other apps can come and build and use the technology that that ecosystem has, basically. Yeah. So as I understand it, an NFT is like an original copy of something. It yes. is It is the original whatever that is. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. It, it would be like if you were if you were to trade the <laughs> yeah the bill of rights or something right. like that. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. The original bill of rights. Like yeah. if you digitized it, there would only be one of those. Yep. Okay. Like you can copy it as much as you want, but there's only one original. And so like the person who owns the original just owns it like it's <laughs> it's putting it's a, is it kind of putting a value on digital currency or a digital things on a digital thing like it could be it has to be a thing like so i could buy nft on one of the songs we created and that means we own the original one if we minted our song yeah then that could be an nft so like so now anyone who listens to that song we could in theory it would be tracked on the blockchain because it's like trade okay so basically which, yeah exactly so it's a way to like is it is it a way to kind of boost money from streaming as well to like even that entertainment industry a little bit too for sure yeah like you'll notice that that's one of the big thing that's happened uh, recently in that market is artists will digitize like their paintings okay. and then they'll mint them like minting it basically means like making it that original digital yeah copy. just like you would silver or anything yeah exactly yeah, like once it sense. becomes the thing that is valuable yeah like that's minting for nfts um and what, what point was it? What question did you? What, what did I was you asking if an artist could do it for yes. uh, like if I if we released an album, yeah, and we decided not to putting on any streaming platforms, but it was available digitally, mm -hmm. and we had an NFT on that album. Does that mean each copy would be earning some money? Yes. Dude, we need to be doing that because that's yeah. how, that's how you get. That's how we're. That's gonna, crazy, actually. That's, I didn't even really like dude, think about that. That's a new way to get albums. You only release it like that. That's the, <laughs> that's the new album sales. No, except I mean, the thing honestly, is, honestly, that's genius. And and with first, <laughs> that's that's literally what it's for. So like, oh yeah, just bleep that one word. <laughs> okay, and okay. this is fine. This part's fine. Like, because that can be known. Like that's. I think we got to work together. <laughs> yeah, no, that needs to happen. <laughs> Um, for sure. That's <laughs> yeah. wild. No, yeah. that does sound wild. That's insane. Yeah, Maybe so we just delete don't tell anyone don't that, tell yeah, me. don't tell anybody about the whole thing, NFT or something. But the thing is, right now, it's still hard to get that NFT start. into someone's hands. Like, it, they basically would, ha they would have to get the wallet. They have to be into crypto, basically, and be like, I'm going to get a wallet so I can get this NFT so I can hear the song. But the thing is... You just gotta like it's like a weed out process for your most hardcore fans because like well that's the other you, side of the coin is music fans are music fans so that's a good yeah. way to get the nfts out mm -hmm. Absolutely. That, that could be if you have a big band that has diehard fans that's a good way to yes. get that shit out and then yes. also get them paid yes get them <laughs> paid and the fans have an original copy of it too like like an album yeah, it's like an album, exactly. And you that's what you do is you attach art to it. You attach, like, different things. You can even attach some kind of value to it where it's, like, each time you get this NFT, it, like, I do something. Like, something actually happens for them having the the, the NFT. Yeah, like, like you were saying earlier, like a coupon, like Coca-Cola yeah. were to release an exactly. NFT. It would have unlimited Cokes for a year or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So that's... And that's kind of already happening to a degree. It's just there's elements missing. 
I want. Of course, yeah, but so. that's next ten years. I guess it's gonna be fucking like, nuts. Like but for yeah, so artists, man, I'm like, yo, because that was one of the main things. Is like you can tokenize that shit and get royalties on it every time it gets played. Type shit, depending yeah. on how you set the NFT up. Well, and think about it. If you release an album every year, and you just at the end of the year, you release your album on Spotify. But when you release your album on Spotify, it's a year old already. Mm-hmm. And then you sell your NFT for the year beforehand. Yeah. Like, I released the album, but you got to buy it here. Yeah. You only buy it here for the first year. Or you got to wait an extra year to stream it. Oh, shit, son. Like, that's and that, wild. And then that's all All you got to do is have the fans at that point. And yeah, that's, exactly. That's, that's some... That's online marketing, right? Yeah, just like, hey, listen, I'm not releasing this till later, but it's done. It's here, though. Yeah. I like that a lot. It, but we just have to, we have to reduce that barrier to entry for that mainstream average person to be able to just like boom, boom, boom. Yeah, well, so, I think time is we'll going to handle that. I think because, time, yeah. Because really, it's, it's, it's just time. Yeah, exactly. People are getting used to it. And the only thing I'm worried about, though, is... A hundred years ago, there was also a brand new system where people thought they were going to be getting rich on. And they invested a lot of money. And what happened? We had a depression. Oh. So, (laughs) I don't know how, I don't know enough about everything. But I know we all, uh, history also repeats itself. So, I'm going to try to find a way to profit without. Well, I mean, (laughs) realistically speaking, everything crashes. So, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, no, I'm waiting Just for don't hedge crash. too many bets. <laughs> you know, it'll all work itself out. Look at where we're at after the Great Depression. That's true, but a lot true, of people yeah. didn't make it through. Yeah, that, that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's also true. true. Weed them out. <laughs> yeah. But what'd you say earlier, Tony? Sometimes when you're blazing your trail, you gotta be okay with maybe you might not make it there. You have to. Otherwise, yeah. you just. You'll keep thinking about that. You'll be like, oh, what if it doesn't work? What if it doesn't work? And that'll take away from the art or whatever you're trying to create. And then whatever you're trying to create or the art will come out with that whole filter on it. Because you can't, like, hold it back. If it's actually on your mind and it's been on your mind and it's going to be on your mind again, it's doing something with what you're currently doing. Like, that's just how it is. Even if you're not thinking about it at that time. That's what's crazy. Yeah. Like, you really have to, like, notice, okay, am I thinking that? If I'm thinking that, like, that doesn't help me get better. <laughs> so. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, pop so, the fucking cores, of course. Get uh, the barnyard. <laughs> the barnyard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm really excited for that. Yo. I am very excited for folk that. Folk hop. Hick hop. Uh, whatever the shit hop. hop. <laughs> <laughs> I like folk hop. <laughs> so, dude. Tell us about Droopity and the song we're hopefully going to be uh, featuring at the end of this, Apocalyptic. True, Apocalyptic. He's out of Loomis? He is out of Loomis. That's dope, dude. Yeah, no, that's fine. Loomis, yeah. He we just lives in Loomis, posted here. up. Yeah, he might be down. We're, uh, we're trying to move his, uh, his studio equipment to a different location uh, tomorrow, but we've been, we've been in the stew. We got some things cooking up. Okay. I got to do some writing, but there's a lot of beats. And he's, cool. we're, we're going to be putting out some stuff this year um, on a more consistent basis. So that'll be exciting. My brother has some shit where he's going to put it out as well. What does uh, he go under? He goes as Keyshawn Williams. Keyshawn Williams. <laughs> That's my little brother, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Putting it in. Proud of your little brother? 
Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like, just being willing to put yourself out there and stick to something and try to navigate to figure out the best way to get something done, whether it's like create art or get jobs or promote your places. Art. Yeah, or promote your art, exactly. And so whatever whatever anyone feels that they want to do in their life is like it's always inspiring and cool to see, especially when it's your family member. Um, yeah, I feel super blessed to have my family members. I uh, appreciate all of them. And, yeah, that's that's number one, man. So it's cool. It's super cool. He, so he's got some shit to come out this year. Um, we have a couple songs that we recorded last year that we haven't put out yet. But we just need to get them sounding the way they need to sound and not not amateur. Like, we need high-quality sound. Like It's frustrating when you can hear it up here, but you, you can't. Exactly. Like, and for me, I know I don't have the expertise for it, and it's going to take too long to learn because i got too many other things I want to learn, and it's just always plaguing me. But um, that's why I'm like, hey, if I can get some cash flow, pump these mixes up, like get some crazy engineers on these. Just you just gotta invest in it. I'm like, hey, even if I only put out one song in three months because I had to invest a decent chunk of money into this one song, if I have to get it that way to start it out, then I'm gonna do that. Because um, I put those, I put Apocalyptic out like what eight, seven years ago, seven or eight years ago. That and Slow. Um, I had another one called That Feeling. All some sick shit, but then, like, I don't know, I just, I got to a certain level of, like, feeling confident in creating the music, and then it wasn't that I lost the confidence, but I saw all the stuff after just creating the music and how much it was going to cost, and knew that I didn't have a way at that time to, like, earn the funds that I would have felt necessary to do the music at the level I wanted, and then, next thing you know, seven years go by, and you're like, oh, Holy shit. I used to love to do this. Yeah, like, this is my shit. Like, <laughs> and, like, I dipped back in practicing and, like, making songs. I have a whole bunch of unreleased songs, but they're not complete songs. It's just kind of, like, well, some of them are, but I just haven't, like, invested to go record it and then, like, invest the money in it. I don't know if it's because I just want to have those in the vault or if they're practice. Um, but I know I want to keep making music, and I know I want to get better. So I've just been... Trying Balance. to carve more time out for that shit. And you and making a plan, man. Making a plan and sticking to it. So That's the type uh, of discipline that's hard to come by. Yeah. So it really is. Making a plan and seeing it out. Yeah. Especially when it comes to seeing it out. Like, yeah. Making yeah. a plan's actually relatively easy. Right. So but yeah, man. Uh been selling solar. Um that went pretty well. Did that for about a year. I'm still doing that. Um, and I don't know. Sales always builds character. That's for sure. Cause you gotta like, it's like you're interviewing every time to get a deal. You got to interview with somebody else, like learn about them. But like even on a deeper level, cause at least with an interview, yeah, you want to connect with them, but it's still like boss to, um, employee type shit with this. It's like, okay, like you're even more sensitive and you can say whatever you want because like, that's just how it works. And you got to figure out a way to like basically take control of that, which is very interesting. Um, all for the, the good, like, cause solar is great. If you have solar on your home, like you're contributing to carbon offset and like your bills likely lower. You got 
more added value to your home. Like, to, it, it just makes sense. Like, even if your bill is more expensive, it's locked in instead of changing every month and going up every year. Absolutely. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, that's been cool. Um, and I'm trying to – I'm I might be thinking about learning some some engineering, some software engineering and coding to be able to get a job at one of these blockchain companies um, depending on how things pan out with this with this app that we have coming not exactly sure when it will be hopefully within a year um, so just depending on like if we get funding for that and I don't need to work another job or if it doesn't end up getting funded like there's just it could go anyway um, but blockchain developers and software engineers are going to be needed no matter what, like across the board. And there's just not enough blockchain developers right now. Like no one is doing it. And there's so many jobs and the amount of jobs is just like increasing rapidly. So I don't know, man, shit's wild. <laughs> shit's fucking wild. I'm just yapping, but like, no, the future's here, man. I'm dude. fucking starstruck yeah. on this stuff. shit. Like that, it makes a lot of sense. It's yeah. just, Man, my my old brain isn't ready for it, I guess. You know, I, I do remember time of dial-up. <laughs> you just got to fucking jump in and just, like, get spun around for a bit. <laughs> then you catch your way and you'd be like, Whoa. Okay. Okay, all right. Okay. So I got to send pictures all the time to my friends? <laughs> <laughs> Billy wants to see a photo of me right now. I just know it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tony, Damn. it's been great having you. We're going to feature Apocalyptic after oh, this. Hi. Dude, we'll be here after. Apocky. Yeah, we'll hope to hear you uh, come back. All right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he done cast. Yeah. We hope to have you back soon, man. Yeah. Absolutely. And we also got Thanks a song in the fucking... Back, we got a song in the works from today, which hopefully we'll be featuring eventually. Yes. At the Barnyard. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. At the, <laughs> the barnyard. barnyard. Mm. <laughs> Don't tell anyone or tell everyone. <gasps> it's a free country. It is Make a free country. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. See you later. Oh, shit. Peace. Got to sign back in. There's been Always. a lot of buzz over the last few weeks about strange sounds being heard in the atmosphere. People around the world and oh, here at home oh, oh, have oh. reported hearing you some bizarre this? noises. Some strange noises heard around the world the last few weeks oh, has uh, people shit. buzzing, especially on YouTube. Clips posted from Arizona to England and right next door in Manitoba, all showing folks alarmed by what sounds like a noise straight out of a science fiction flick. They've happened here and across the country. Mysterious booming noises that for the most part have gone unexplained. No one seems to know what is causing these weird booms. Not police, not Surfing, lurking through the waves like ocean. Positive and negativity, they keep folding over one another like a lover's heart broken. Souls eroding, nukes exploding and toasting. The town citizens sit them down and keep voting. Pick a ball of cotton, give a fucking feel hopeless. White America, blueprints decoded. I notice the process is simpler than corrosion. My consciousness expanding, monstrous demanding. The competence is bottomless, anonymously handing hard liquor to my psyche. Scissor kick a heavy hitter, zipping up the body bag quicker than they'd like me. Aphrodite, let me meet a few of your disciples. Keep 
freaky, slight and tidy. I be acting real politely. Everybody got a different side. Yeah, said everybody got a different side. Into a spastic episode over Alaska, rapping cylinders of gas as time passes. I had to grab mom's okay so she wouldn't slap us. Really though, I'm just playing. It's fun to be a knee slapper, and what's funny to me is you seem fatter, like less treadmill, less let's build, too much battering. No blueberries aside, like tequila shots. I just shatter the headboards, scope a bunch of thoughts in their natural appetite, waiting for the heads to pop. Chicken sucking soup from the soul, directly out and out. LOL, sloppy top, spitting slang, drunk off eggnog. Ladies with the eggs, giving noggin. And I'm nodding off the dreamland, rumming when I finish coughing. When the shelf's at the top, I'll stay asleep, let the beat knock. Geologists say it's not in the ground. The Air Force says it's not in the air. The astronomers say it's not from space. So we're running out of options.